Welcome, everybody. We're doing something new. We're doing a new thing. Perfect, out of sense. Glad to hear that we're all sounding good. Uh, I did want to start off, before we get too far into things, letting everybody know, if you haven't seen on our social media, we have a t-shirt. I just sent it in the chat there on our Teespring. Uh, we officially have a tee. If you want to check it out, I happen to know the guy uh, that is wearing it in the promotional picture. Awesome. You can actually hear us, Lee Be Done. Perfect. I am so glad. Yeah, that's great news. All right. Well, like I said, I just wanted to share that t-shirt with everybody so we all know about that. Uh, and I wanted to give you guys a little idea of what we're in for right now. Um, so this is going to be just a time of kind of live Q&A uh, and also a little just a spiel um, of whatever. So every every Thursday, my goal is to be on here for about an hour and just have some time of just chatting with you guys and just talk about whatever and anything. Uh, take a lot of questions and hear what you have to say, hear how you guys think things are going. Um, like I said, I'm up for anything. We're going to do kind of a variety stream uh, of sorts and kind of do something different. So I have ideas for the future, for instance. Like I'm thinking that, uh, you know, maybe in the future we will do, uh, maybe I'll uh, I'll do some examples of how to prayer journal. I'll do some examples of music writing. I'll do examples of how to make a video. I'll show you some behind the scenes of how this works and what we do here. Uh, we'll talk about Twitch. We'll talk about everything. We'll just go into all sorts of things. But for this first one, I thought it would make the most sense out of all the sense for us to um, start off with the obvious and just kind of talk about what in the world is Checkpoint Church and what does it even mean to be a nerd church? That's kind of a weird idea, right? That's something that's strange right from the get-go. So if you guys have any questions about nerd churchdom that I don't answer, feel free to type them in the chat. At the end of our time together, I will go through all the questions that I can until one o'clock. Uh, and we will we will take a look at what those questions might be, and I'll try my best to answer them as honestly as possible. So with that, uh, we're going to have this sweet little, um, hopefully, hopefully sweet, hopefully it all works, intro to what we're calling Chat Point. By the way, I did want to mention this, this will also be a podcast. So if you missed this, it'll be posted on our podcast network uh, for your consumption later on. Here we go. I'm nervous. Maybe you're a little nervous. Let's find out if OBS decides to be my friend for our first official episode of Chatpoint. There we go. <laughs> oh man, I love it when a plan works out. Welcome to the first official episode of Chat Point, everybody. We're answering the question, what even is a nerd church? Let's talk. I'm going to take these headphones off because they are, oopsie, they are absolutely unnecessary uh, at this point. Um, what is a nerd church and who am I? What is a nerd pastor? Why am I doing this thing? This thing is weird and it's strange, right? It's weird to hear uh, a church for nerds. Isn't the church for everyone? The we got a lot of the questions to get through. So first, let me just tell you a little thing about me. Um, so, my name is Nathan. Those most of you, if you're if you're here, you already know that by now. But I am a pastor in the United Methodist Church, and I'm actually a PK, and that's uh, church lingo for a pastor's kid. Uh, my dad is also a pastor, and growing up as a pastor's kid, it turns out that you have a lot of um, not 
expectation, but a lot of obligation. You want to be a part of things. And so I've actually been involved in a church, uh, you know, uh, on a, on a ministerial level level. Uh, I've been going on mission trips since I was in like fifth grade. I can remember being like 10 and going to Mississippi and tarring roofs in the summer. And it was so blasted hot, but I've been doing mission trips. I've been doing ministry. I've been doing all this stuff since I was very, very young. Another thing that I've also been doing since I was very, very young is playing video games. Absolutely love video games. I have loved them for a long time. Those of you that know me, I'm, I am certainly much more of a, what was that? I got to, oh, that's fine. Here you, I'm certainly much more uh, of a uh, Nintendo fanboy than anything else that happens to be my, my particular flavor uh, of video game. Um, but I've also been a nerd of all sorts. I, I read comic books. I got into manga really, really young. I started uh, reading Shonen Jump whenever I picked them up from the Food Lion for the first time. I absolutely love Shonen Jump and I got real into manga. Uh, I snuck downstairs and watched Fullmetal Alchemist for the first time whenever I was in like third grade, which was maybe a little young, uh, but it was so fun watching those Adult Swim anime. Uh, and working through these shows and talking through all these things and realizing how much I loved nerd culture. I love Japanese culture, love manga, love anime, love cartoons, love comic books. I love all these things. And so I have, I've always had these two sides of the coin, right? I've always had this, my dad's a pastor. I go to church, I go to youth group. And so yes, yeah, strong Christian backing, but also had this other side of me that's a mega nerd that loves comic books, that loves cartoons, that loves anime and manga. And they're both me. <laughs> they're both totally me. But for some reason, uh, the church and the video game culture, the nerd culture that I was a part of never seemed uh, to work together. They never seemed to intersperse. And so since there was this kind of I don't know what the word exactly would, would be for it, but, but since there was this division, um, I always have been trying to bridge the gap. I've always been trying to bring the two together. And so I can recall memories of whenever I was very young and I tried to, you know, be, you know, a part of the nerd group and tried to bring the nerd group into the Christian group. And so I'd be with my youth group and I'd try to explain to them about some of the things or try to get in with them on some of these ideas. But more often than not, uh, my Christian friends were not so welcoming of that kind of thing. They'd be like, oh, why don't we play horse or basketball? Or, you know, maybe we'll play Smash Bros. Maybe we'll do Mario Kart. But for the most part, eh, let's leave that Harry Potter stuff over there. Sometimes it got uh, a bit hostile, but that was pretty rare for the most part. Um, for the most part, my, my, my Christian friends didn't seem to have any problem um, with the nerd side of me. They just also weren't totally welcoming of it. Uh, sometimes it also got to the point of almost being a kind of tokenism. Um, this is Nathan, our resident nerd. Hey, welcome to youth group. If you are a nerd, here's Nathan. You should get to know him. And so we kind of had this weird uh, relationship there. Then we went over to my nerd side. Now, like I said, I was big into anime and manga. So that was typically my flavor of nerd that I hung out with. The cosplay type, the Comic-Con type, <clears throat> playing RPGs type. And I would hang out with these people a whole, whole lot. This was a bulk of my time. Sometimes they would be Christian. Sometimes they would go to church. But for the most part, I found that they had this kind of... Uh, mindset of the church that maybe some of you watching or listening might have as well, where 
oh, church is kind of judgmental. Uh, the church is not quite as friendly. Um, the church kind of makes me feel uncomfortable or, oh, well, you know, I went to church before, but they were really harsh on me. They didn't like my long hair. They didn't like the way I dressed. They didn't like the TV shows that I watched. And so for the most part, my nerd friends were kind of hesitant about giving the thing a shot at all. Uh, they just felt really uncomfortable with the whole idea of church. Sometimes it also got hostile there. Uh, sometimes my nerd friends would really be pretty cruel at the church and and say some harsh things and some harsh words. And no doubt you've seen some trolls on the internet and things like that. People that say some awful things about Christians in church, and some are well-deserved, but some uh, are harsh and hostile. And so both sides, both camps have these extremists that go against each other, but they also each have these things that I absolutely cherish and love about each of them. And so uh, whenever I was very young, I got the, the tap on my shoulder that I wanted to go into the ministry. I tried to fight it. I tried to go away from it, but it, it just kept on nudging. A little something that you'll hear me talk about a lot is the Holy Spirit. Uh, and that Holy Spirit kept tapping on my shoulder and really telling me, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. And uh, I tried to fight it as best as I could. Uh, but lo and behold, it turns out that I was just destined to come into this thing we call ministry. I tried to be a youth pastor. I tried to be a worship leader. Um, I've tried to do pretty much everything else, but inevitably it all comes back to, I want to pastor people. So what does that even mean? Uh, you know, that's another question we can ask ourselves, but that's a question for another time, I think. So after chasing this call and kind of pursuing what this would be, I went to college and college was a real uh, shell shock, as it may be for some of you, if you've ever been to college before. Uh, it turns out that when you go to college, um, not I'm, I'm going to big spoilers for college for those of you that haven't gotten there yet. Uh, not everyone is like you. Not everyone's had the same background as you. Nobody, not everybody eats at the same restaurants in your hometown like you. Not everybody knows all the stories you know. And so it's this incredible reset button where you get to meet people that are way, way different, that have lived different lives. And I met these people in my first year that were big time nerds. Uh, and we clicked and we hit it off well, and we just really meshed in a wonderful way. Some of them were Christians, some of them were not. That part didn't matter as much. The point for me was that I really got to understand and to see that I can be way closer to some of these people, that I can develop bonds that are even more important than those that I forged in my church. Most notably, um, I have been out of undergrad, let's see, for too long, for five years now. I graduated uh, in 2015. In the December of 2015, I graduated from my undergrad, and that's five years. And nearly every week, with, with every now and again, we take a month or so off, but nearly every week for five years, I meet up with some of my college buddies and we play D&D. Now, I will tell you that I have never gone to a church that is that consistent, that I've been to for five years every single week, talking to, hanging out with, bonding for more than just an hour a week, like some of us give uh, church, uh, for you know up to three or four hours, from nine until midnight, sometimes until one or two if the story was really good. And so I had this realization uh, upon hanging out with these nerds for hours on end and for developing these bonds that were deeper than any I'd ever gotten in the church before. And I realized, oh, oh, hang on just a second. Uh, this is church. This is community. 
My Thursday nights with my college buddies playing D&D. Oh, that's church. That's community. Maybe we weren't focusing around prayer, around a worship service, or around God, or reading our Bible together, or doing any of those kind of things. But instead, we were developing this bond that was closer and better and deeper. We had each other's backs. We truly cared for one another. And I wasn't getting that out of the church. And so I had this double realization. I've grown up in the church. I've read the scriptures. I've studied the stuff. I've been to seminary. I've worked in the normal church. I've worked in the traditional setting. I've seen what it has to offer. I've seen how good it is. I've seen how it lacks and how it's not so good. I've been a nerd all my life. I've been a part of that culture. I've been a part of that community. I've seen how it's good. I've built the relationships. I've seen how it lacks. So on the other end of this thing, I put it together in my head like a puzzle piece together. And I realize this is what God is pushing me towards. This is where this calling is headed. What if we can take the, the community the bonds, the family feel, the goodness of this nerd culture that I experienced and bond it with what the church should be. Because the reality is, folks, is that that's what the church was supposed to be when it got started. It was supposed to be community. It was supposed to be people bonding together and striving to be better people. And so I discerned this for a long time. I went to a lot of mentors. I talked to a lot of people and tried to figure out what does this look like? How do I do this? How can this actually be? And I'm still working on it now. And that's what you're seeing, is you're seeing the fruits of my labor. This is Checkpoint Church. This is the first experimental uh, take on what exactly can a nerd church be. Now, there are a lot of other instances of Christian nerd communities that have gotten together, but that's not really what I'm doing. Um, so what is a nerd church? What are we doing and what does it actually mean? I think that the first thing we have to understand about a nerd church is that it is made up of nerds, geeks, and gamers. It doesn't mean that it's only nerds, geeks, and gamers. This has been an important contrast that I've had to make because I don't want that ever come off as this is the church for only nerds, geeks, and gamers. No, the church is for everybody. It's open to everyone. But what I've found is I've served a lot of churches and they do a lot of things for a lot of people. But one group they don't do much for is the nerds, the geeks, and the gamers. I was able to read pretty much all of the scholarship on uh, tech and nerd culture in the church in um, pretty much a month, uh, you know, and it's it takes up this little tiny section on my bookshelf. There's not a lot of research done on this. There's not a lot of work done on this. The church has not done their due diligence on the nerd church. So that brings to what I'm doing. I am attempting to start this thing and to do the research and to do the due diligence. So it's not that it's only for nerds, geeks, and gamers, but it is made for, it is designed for. Everything that we do is in the direction of the nerds, the geeks, and the gamers. And so what are we not going to be doing, right? What are we not going to be offering? What is, what's not going to be a part of this? Well, probably not the traditional measures, Right. I mean, we're not going to be coming together and singing hymns on Sunday morning in a uh, an old, beautiful, archaic building. That's not what we're going to look like. So what do we look like instead? We're on Twitch playing video games. 
Now, some of you may push back on that and say, but how is that actually church? And if you want to ask, we can talk about that. Uh, but the point here being that it takes place in a different zone. Okay, most churches are not going to be reaching the people that we're going to be reaching here on Twitch. And so whenever you pop in, whenever I get viewers on here, whenever we have people listen to our podcast, I'm assuming it's not the same old, same old church people that hop from church to church. I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm trying to make sure that it's to you, the nerd, geek, and gamer who have maybe been pushed out of church, who maybe don't feel comfortable in church, who maybe don't fit in in the traditional church, but you still want the community that church can offer. Or you want to be a part of the, 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 the understanding of these things. And so what makes a nerd church a nerd church is being present in nerd places. And so that's what we're doing. We're, we're starting off on Twitch. We're being here. We're starting on Discord. We're being there. That's, that's two nerd central locations. Uh, we're talking about every single month or every single week, excuse me, I'm putting out three things, something to watch, something to read, something to play. Okay. What am I recommending? Am I, am I recommending saving private Ryan? No, I'm recommending that you watch my favorite anime. I'm recommending that you watch an anime that'll make you think or question or cry or want to talk. Am I recommending that you, you know, go and read Bill Hybel's latest book? No. No, I'm recommending that you read some manga and some comic books and some nerd culture and some fantasy lore. Am I recommending that that you go and you, you know, I I think anything you play. Am I going and recommending that you play Monopoly? Probably not, but maybe Monopoly, sure. Uh, I'm recommending that you play video games that are going to make you think, that are going to make you have fun, that are going to make you build community amongst each other. And so... These are just a couple examples, but everything that we do, you will notice uh, if you start following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, if you're on our Twitch, if you're any of these places, what you're going to notice is that everything that I do, everything that I'm trying to offer, everything that we are trying to offer as a church, as a community, is designed with you in mind. And by you, I mean nerds, geeks, and gamers. And so if you have ideas of how to help us with that, uh, we always appreciate suggestions and criticism. And, um, you know, if you're willing to help us and to serve with us and to join this community, that's even better. But we want you to be a part of this thing. We want to all be a part of this thing together. And we want to figure it all out. And so that's what it means to be a nerd church. It's pretty straightforward, right? I mean, it is a church. We are Christians, even if some of us aren't quite there yet, even if some of us are unsure of where we're at with God, that's okay. I'm not telling you to come and convert right now. I'm not telling you to come and be baptized today. I'm not going to push you into that kind of stuff. What I'm offering is a relationship with Jesus, sure. But the way I'm offering it is through how I live my life and how we live our lives here at Checkpoint and how we love one another and take care of one another and exhibit that kind of love. Because too often the church has been seen as something negative or something scary or something pushy. And so we're striving in every way possible to let you know that you are welcome. That's why we end every single stream with the same three sentences. We say, God loves you. I love you. You matter. What am I doing by doing that? I'm making sure that you know three things about us right there. Making sure that you know, hey, God loves you. This is a church at the end of the day. I love you, okay? I'm doing this because I love nerds, geeks, and gamers. I want you to be a part of our community. I want to be friends with you. I want to know what are your favorite manga and anime. I want to play games alongside you guys. That's something that I genuinely want because I love you guys. And then finally, you matter. 
That's one of my favorite things that I say here because it is so important that whenever we're down, especially in this time of coronavirus, but in any time when we're down, when we're sad, we're having a hard time. Some of us, you know, we deal with real mental sickness. Some of us just deal with a real case of the blues, whatever it might be. I want you to know that you matter. And so my goal with those things is that no matter how bad of a day, how bad of a week, how bad of a month, no matter what, at the very least, you can say that you know that God loves you, that Nathan loves you, and that you matter. And those are three things that are, you know, incredibly important to us here. And so that's the aspect of us that really leans into that church aspect, that we are building community, we are building relationships together. Ideally, that relationship is going to point towards Christ, but we can work through that together. And some of us may find that relationship and some of us may not, and that is okay. You just you need, you need to know that we are here for you. So a nerd church, that's, that's who we are. What do we do? You're watching it. We're doing it all the time. We're playing through Undertale. We're playing through Tim Tim. We're playing through um, the trading card game. We're playing through all of these crazy things. We're reading through manga together. Uh, sneak peek for all of you here. Uh, it's going to get announced this Sunday. Um, we're doing a Netflix party and we're watching Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Not this Sunday, but the next, the 30th. I mean, come on, right? That's, that's community. We're just going to get together. We're going to be in a big old chat and we're going to watch Spider-Man. How many churches do you know that are getting together and watching Spider-Man? It's not many. And so we are going to serve to be that existence and serve to be that place. And so that's my goal. And that's my intention with everything that we do is how can I better create an environment? How can I better provide for this thing that I'm calling nerd church? A church for nerds, not exclusive. It's not as if we won't welcome people that aren't nerds. That's not at all what it is. But instead, it's a church that is open and welcoming to the nerds, open and welcoming to nerdy people. So I thought it might be nice if we read through. So, you know, we're working on our website. We're developing our website every step of the way. So I thought, why not um, read through just some of the things that we've said and some of the things that we believe and some of our, our tenets and our things like that? What, what, what makes up this nerd church? So... Uh, if you checked out our mission statement on our page, I want to read that and break it down piece by piece. So again, Checkpoint Church is the church for all people, especially nerds, geeks, and gamers. We talked about that a lot. We believe that God created the creative nature within us and loves our passion. So that's the first aspect. If you happen to listen back on the podcast, the very first podcast we posted, it was a sermon that I preached um, at First United Methodist Church of Maiden. And I talk a little bit about this idea, but I do believe wholeheartedly within everything in me, if you've also read my blog that I posted on Love Thy Nerd, um, I have a true belief that God created nerds for a reason, that God created me nerdy. Um, <clears throat> one of my favorite lines <clears throat> out of the blog is where I kind of go off on this, on this rant in, in a sort where I talk about these moments in movies that I just cannot help but believe that maybe, just maybe, God experienced those moments with and through me. That whenever Matt and Ty touch that computer screen in Digimon movie and they go into the screen and you think all hope is lost and all the Digimon are, are done for and that the world is going to end from nuclear explosion. Matt and Ty go through that screen and as tears are rushing down my face, I think maybe, just maybe, 
The tears are rushing down God's face too. Maybe he loves that moment as well. Maybe God experiences that moment as well. And on that moment in Pokemon where the ball shakes the first time, shakes the second time, and it's about to shake that third time and you're just waiting on it. Maybe just maybe God is also waiting in trepidation in anxiety for that final. Maybe just maybe there's something to that idea. I don't want to go into any point of heresy and try to say what God thinks, because I think there are some aspects of creation that God does not approve of that maybe uh, we could talk about in another time. But I do think that God created us to be creatives, created us to be creators. So whenever you draw something, whenever you create something, whenever you play some music, whenever you sing, whenever you do, whatever you do, whatever your nerdy passion may be, I think there's some God in that. I think ideally we're doing it for God, but maybe you don't realize that. Maybe you're just doing it because it feels good. It feels right. It feels like something you were meant to do, some kind of purpose. I don't know. I don't know exactly what might be the way to do that, but we do believe that God did create us as creative people and loves our passions. Uh, Third thing, we believe that Jesus Christ is bigger than our petty divisions and wants a relationship with each and every person. Absolutely true. Well, I said, I understand that all of us may not be on the same page with uh, Jesus and the big guy. I get that. That's okay. We can talk about it and work through it. But at our core, at our foundation, we do believe that Jesus is bigger than what divides us. This whole thing was started out of an attempt to make a bridge between a division, to cut the tie between the nerds and the church, to try and create some kind of fusion there. And so that was our major goal from the get-go, right? And so, of course, we have to acknowledge that in our little mission statement here. We believe that the Holy Spirit is available to everyone with every past and is the ultimate power-up. Now, that one's just a bit self-indulgent just because I wanted to use the word power-up in our mission statement. But we do. I believe that the Holy Spirit, if you get baptized and you get the Holy Spirit within you, it is like a holy power-up. It is something that gives you incredible power and incredible wisdom, and it works through those passions even more so. Uh, It only helps you to love these things even more. And so we can talk more about that, of course. And we believe that the church exists. This is what we're getting at here. What is a nerd church? The nerd church exists to be a community of misfits. We We acknowledge that we are not perfect people. It is okay if you're not perfect. It is okay if you're messy. It is okay if you have a past. It's okay if you have something going on right now. It's okay for all those things, because we accept that we're not called to be a perfect community. We're called to be a bunch of misfits who get together, do their best to build one another up. Folks, imagine how boring, uh, Hogan, speaking of your Power Rangers lightning bolt there, imagine how boring the Power Rangers would be if they were all perfect from the get-go, right? If they were all, if they were all just Tommy, (laughs) of course, Tommy's not perfect. Tommy is also uh, stricken with quite a few things and quite a few problems. And so the point being, we're not perfect, and that's okay. But what we do is we do what every single Power Rangers episode revolves around. We learn day after day, every single 30-minute episode, how to work together a little bit better. That's our goal, to learn how to work, to build one another up, and to be a better team. And then our final phrase is kind of another little motto that we have 
We're Checkpoint Church. We're here for who God made you to be. That kind of gets at all the ideas. We're here. We're a community. Why are we here? We're here for you. And what do we believe? That God made you to be something incredible. And we want you to be a part of this something incredible with us. So yeah, I think that covers at least the synopsis. (laughs) That's at least the tutorial level to what is this nerd church? What is this church for nerds? What does it look like? Why does it exist? What got it started? And so I think now I'll just open up the floor. Um, So we got a lot of time. We have 30 minutes. That's way too much time. I doubt we'll fill it all with questions. Um, But if you have any questions, if you have anything you can think of, anything that you might want to ask, feel free to type them in the chat and we'll just answer some questions. And until then, I'll just kill some time uh, and talk and look around and think about other things that we can talk about while we're waiting on any questions in the chat. So feel free to drop them there. I can tell you some of our ideas that we have and some of the things that I really want to do here in this nerd church. But if you have any questions about what does it mean to be a nerd church that I haven't already answered or that I haven't already said, um, I would love to know what you think and what questions you might have and any, any curiosities that might be piqued. As you know, like I mentioned earlier, we did just drop a t-shirt, which I'm very excited about. We're always trying new things, uh, giving things a new shot, testing, testing something new. Um, this whole stage uh, is all one great big experiment. Um, nothing that we're doing is set in stone. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is safe. Everything is up for grabs and up for change. And so, you know, I, I'm not afraid to, to call something a flop. <laughs> As some of you may have already seen, we've already tried things and ended things. Um, and, you know, we've only really technically been around for like uh, a month or two. Um, I think we're almost at, at the end of our first official month since launch. But we will we will change things. We will adjust things. So out of sense, I see you got some questions. Will there be any activities like Bible studies where a game, movie, or something else is studied and then focused on? Yes. So that's kind of like what we're doing with Undertale and Jesus, um, where we are tackling this game, Undertale, and we're diving into it headfirst and kind of working through the entirety of the game and talking about how it relates to who we are as people and ideally who we can be as members of this church, as people that are striving to grow and working towards something new. So while I said the first, hi there, Hi there, St. Just Germany. Welcome. We were just taking any questions that you might have uh, about Nerd Church. Uh, We thank you for being here and for joining in. I've already given the whole spiel, um, just kind of the basic answer, but I'm willing to take more detailed questions. So feel free to drop a question in the chat. And uh, to finish up with what Addisense was asking there, um, like I said, we are starting with Undertale uh, and doing kind of a Bible study on it. This is one of our examples of kind of how I'm saying this is an experiment, how I think it might have kind of flopped. The idea, and I mentioned this a little bit in this in the stream last night towards the end, the idea was on Wednesday nights, we'd stream Undertale, and then on Sunday afternoons, you would be invited to join us for a Zoom call. But I realized after uh, having someone very wise uh, point out to me, hey, Nathan, nobody's going to sign up for your Zoom call. <laughs> 
It wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything offensive. It wasn't anything that hurt my feelings. It was a good point. I had gone from zero to a hundred and missed all the steps in between. So what I'm trying to figure out is how I can help us, um, bridge the gap between, uh, the anonymity that comes through a stream chat and the depth that comes through talking about things a little bit deeper, a little bit more personally. So my goal, I'll tell you right now, my goal is for everyone that watches our Wednesday night undertale to eventually join our Sunday afternoon zoom calls. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's fine. If it's a flop, it's fine. If it's just an experiment that doesn't work, but that's my goal because that's our opportunity where we really talk a little bit more about Jesus. We talk a little bit more about the Bible. We work through scripture, but as you will have seen last night, if you were able to join us and as you'll hopefully see in the future, um, we are taking the last like 15, 20 minutes of undertale. Uh, we're pausing the game and we're talking about an idea that happened during the game. So last night, for instance, we talked about Dino kid. We talked a little bit about this moment where Dino kid has this, uh, this turning point, um, where finally Dino kid learns that we are human and humans are bad. And so he says, won't you just insult me? Won't you just say something mean to me? And do you know what we do? We say no. We refuse to insult him. We refuse to be mean to Dino Kid. And because of that, we had this conversation uh, about how we're trying to bridge the gap. We're trying not to be, uh, you know, us and others. We're trying not to otherize and push others away. But instead, we're striving to unite and to prove that, hey, even though humans or Christians or fill in the blank may look different than us, at the end of the day, we're all kind of the same. We may even really like each other. We may end up saving each other's lives like we saved Dino Kid's life by pulling him up off that bridge. That's the reality that we were dealing with. And so we talked a little bit about that. And that's, that's a biblical ideal. That's a biblical ideal, talking about putting others before ourselves. And actually, that works really well uh, into, into your question there, St. Just Germany. Do I have any favorite Bible texts? I have a lot of favorite Bible texts, but one of my favorites uh, forever and ever has been there's no greater love than this, than one who would lay down his life for his friends. I've always had a really close relationship with my friends and I uh, really had a, a, a deep relationship with them. And so that's important to me that in my example, to my friendships, to the people around me, to the people groups that I'm a part of, that they know uh, that the love I have for them is a Christ-like love in which I am willing to sacrifice. And that if somebody does hurt my feelings, if somebody does hurt me or do something against me, it doesn't matter. I forgive. We work through it. We talk about it. And we we find a way to the other side together. Uh, and so the idea that I might put myself aside, that I might put aside my petty divisions, um, that's something so incredibly important to me. Uh, and I think it's also important to us uh, here uh, another favorite Bible text that comes to mind um, is one that I mentioned a little bit earlier where I talked about this sermon that I preached a couple months ago, and I actually have preached it a couple times, but there's this scripture in Exodus where we talk about this guy named Bezalel, and he is this strange guy who's the son of Ur, and he um, he really has a, a lot of expectations to live up to, but it turns out he's just an artist. Uh, and so he's kind of this this example of somebody who's just kind of an average Joe not really special to the Israelites in the Old Testament, not really something, any, anything, any big deal. And God calls Bezalel. He says, Bezalel, I want you to be the one to make my home. I want you to be the one to make the temple and the Ark of the Covenant. I want you to do it. 
And so I always, you know, kind of postulate this idea that maybe the Israelites were jealous of Bezalel, or maybe they were like, uh, shouldn't we make a priest? What about Aaron? Why don't we have Aaron, the priest, build the temple or work on the Ark of the Covenant? Are we really going to let this just average Joe artist work on it? And God says, no, I chose Bezalel. I put my spirit within him. This is the first example of spiritual gifts that we see. And who is it? Who gets the first spiritual gift? Is it a priest? Is it, uh, you know, a pastor? Is it some teacher? No, it's an artist. It's a fanboy. It's somebody that likes to make stuff. Somebody that likes to work and create. A creative was the first person to receive a spiritual gift. And so I love that scripture uh, because I think it really stands out as proof that that creatives are are being gifted uh, and that God is working through creative people. And I think that's something unique and interesting. Uh, so there's an Old Testament scripture and a New Testament scripture for you. There's a lot of really good scripture out there. I'm sure we could go on for a while on favorite Bible texts. There's a lot of good ones. Um, I am curious, what, you know, what's yours? If we want, if, if there's still time in the chat, um, if you have a favorite Bible text, uh, certainly down to hear about anybody else's favorites in there because there are, like I said, plenty of good ones. But my, my favorite just so happens to be that one. Do we need to prepare for the Spider-Man watch party? So that's going to be on that's going to be on Sunday, August 30th. Uh, the way that that's going to work is a little bit funny. And again, it might be a flop because I'm not sure exactly how it'll work. Um, Netflix party. You have to have a Netflix membership. So if you don't have a Netflix subscription, you're not going to be able to join us. If you want to get a free trial just for that Sunday, I totally get it. And I love that. Please join us. Um, but the way it will work is I will host the Netflix party on my Netflix account. I will send out a link that night, about 15 minutes before we get started. And that link will be on Discord. It'll be on our Facebook. It'll be on our Twitter. It'll be on our Instagram. Whenever that happens that night, you will need to click that link. The link will take you to the proper place. I do think you need to be signed into Netflix. Whenever you're signed into Netflix, you click on that link. It takes you to my Netflix party that we're hosting. And so that will be, that will be the place uh, where we will all kind of get together and be a part of a unified chat. So that's for those of you that don't know what a Netflix party is. That's the whole purpose of this thing um, is that we'll have a chat where we can watch this movie together and talk about it and just be in the chat together and kind of enjoy this movie. That's a real good one. If you've not seen Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse, I think you will really enjoy it. Um, but uh, if you if you don't have Netflix, I'm sorry, you probably won't be able to join us, but I do encourage you to be there. So that's how that'll work. You do kind of need to prepare in the sense that you need to make sure you have a Netflix account and then you need to be on the lookout that Sunday night um, and I have in the announcement the time that you'll actually need to look out for. I think we're starting it at eight o'clock. Um, so probably be on the lookout on all of our social medias at 745. Uh, Saint Just Germany, you said First Corinthians 13. That is always a popular scripture. People really do like that one. Uh, it's what you hear at weddings. Um, and who doesn't love a good wedding, a good love story? Um, that is also, it's a really good scripture, but I, I kind of like it for a different reason. So what I think is really cool about 1 Corinthians 13, especially um, the, the part that we all know, love is patient, love is kind. I do this experiment with it where I say, um, what if you started every morning saying that scripture, but replace the word love with I am. So instead of saying love is patient, love is kind, I'll do it for us now. And if you consider doing this, because I'm telling you, it really 
orients yourself. Like regardless of if you're a Christian, regardless of if you like the Bible, this is something that will really set you on the right path for a good day of just being a good person. So here, here what this, what this is, if I change it, I am patient. I am kind. I do not envy. I do not boast. I am not proud. I do not dishonor others. I am not self-seeking. I am not easily angered. I keep no record of wrongs. I do not delight in evil, but I rejoice in the truth. I always protect. I always trust. I always hope. I always persevere. I never fail. Whoa! That's huge. If you can start off your morning by saying those exact things, you want to talk about an encouragement, you want to talk about a little boost to your day, uh, a little bit of feeling better, whether you're a Christian or not, uh, those words, if those words were true, if you could say them every day and memorize them to the point where you truly believe them, man, that is powerful stuff. Because I can go ahead and tell you, uh, this guy is not patient. (laughs) This guy is not kind. I do envy, right? I do get boastful sometimes. I am proud sometimes. Sometimes I dishonor others. I seek after my own things. I do get angry sometimes. And so to be able to kind of take the time and to start every morning with saying, here's my goal. Here's what I want to be. I want to be patient. I want to be kind. I want to be love. Wow. That is a killer way to start your day. That is something that always encourages me. So I would encourage you to do that because it is. 1 Corinthians 13 is a super cool bit of scripture. And I would recommend that just because I think even if you're not a Christian, uh, it's something that would give you a little boost every single day. Just help you to feel a little better about yourself and also feel a little bit better about who you want to be. Set sights on something good. Yeah, I love that, St. Just Germany. Thank you. You reminded me of something that I really do love. That's one of my favorite things. See if we can get any more questions in the chat. We still have a little bit of time. I'm going to drink some water. Water is good. Hydrate yourselves. Especially during this time. I did just want to say to everybody that is um, a part of our like actual community, which means that you've filled out the interest form before, um, which maybe I'll just post that in the chat just in case, in case you haven't filled this out. But if you filled out our entrance for interest form and become a part of our church in a sense, I know he's not, we don't really have members cause we're not really a church yet. We're not technically started. Um, but if you've ever filled out that form and you happen to give me your address, your mailing address, uh, maybe keep a lookout. Just saying, just saying a little, a little hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, maybe keep a lookout for something in the mail, um, because you got something potentially, potentially on the way. Uh, but that, that's something that I want to use that for is to, to mail out little gifts every now and again. And I know, I know. So like biggest challenge, you, nobody asked this question necessarily, but biggest challenge to a nerd church, biggest challenge to what I'm doing here. Uh, the anonymity of the internet is something very, very strange. So I, I was a pastor for four years of a little traditional church in North Carolina. And whenever I was there, I mean, I got to see everybody every Sunday. And so I knew their faces. I knew their names. I knew their children's names. I knew where they lived. I knew all these things about them. You go to the internet and, you know, where you used to see Billy Bob, 
Uh, now I see names like out of sense or, uh, St. Just Germany, or even my own gamer tag is the Nate dub and things like that. And I don't know who they are. <laughs> you know, you can't, um, there's such anonymity. I don't know what they look like across the internet. And so one of my main goals for nerd church is to try and figure out a way to be okay with that and to learn from that and to adapt with that and to say, Hey, I don't need to know your name. I don't need to know your address. I know you, even if you're just a string of letters and a profile, I know you, I love you. God loves you. You matter. I need to be able to tell that to just a clickable link that goes to a profile. And that's a, that's a tricky thing. I think that's a real challenge for this church. And I'm curious to see how it goes, but who can really say, uh, you know, what the right or wrong answer is. It's just a matter of, of growing and figuring things out and experimenting and, uh, learning, learning and growing from each and every experiment that we do here on Checkpoint Church. Do you know this video, Why I Hate Religions, But I Love Jesus? Yes, yes, I do. It has some great moments. Uh, Jefferson Bethke, I think, is the guy that does that. Um, and yeah, I like I like Jefferson a lot. I really think he has some great points um, that I think also really work for Checkpoint. Uh, I think that it's a, a, a really good example of what we're trying to do because I think that um, religion has gotten a pretty bad name for itself, uh, and there are certainly some aspects of it that are just wrong when it comes to, um, to who Jesus really is. The church sometimes gets it wrong. I will, as a pastor, I fully acknowledge that I've gotten it wrong before and that the church has fallen short and messed up. Uh, but just like we say in our mission statement from a while ago, uh, the church exists of a bunch of misfits. Um, none of us are perfect. Um, and we all tend to mess up. Uh, even if we try to be perfect every day, sometimes we're going to drop the ball. And so I think that's a good example, um, St. Just Germany, is that, yeah, religion has its problems and has its flaws, but you know who doesn't? How many flaws would be Jesus? And so if we strive every day to be like Jesus, to be more like Christ, then that's really what the point of the church is. And I will say, uh, you made me think of another thing here. <laughs> so let's not forget uh, or maybe you've never heard this, or maybe you've never learned this, but I think that the church could hear this um, a couple times, that the point, the point of religion, the point of church isn't establishment. Uh, it isn't uh, indoctrination. It isn't school. It isn't seminary. The goal isn't having the biggest building or the prettiest place to be. The goal is none of that. The, the point of the reason why we're doing what we're doing is to do two things that Jesus says. It says to love God and to love others. And so those are our two things that we're, that we're pointing towards. Nowhere, notice what's not in there, right? Religious studies <laughs> is not in there, right? Uh, defending the Bible to your last breath and trying to assault people uh, with your beliefs. Uh, oh, you no, know, that, see, that's not one of those two. Love God, love others that's kind of the point of what we're doing. And so trying to figure out how to love like Jesus in that sense, we're loving God, we're loving others. Those are things that Jesus taught us to do. To emulate that, to be that kind of church would be revolutionary because religion has dropped the ball and church has dropped the ball all the time. And I've dropped the ball as a person and maybe you've dropped the ball before too. Uh, you know, we have ways that we can, we can fall short. We have ways that we can mess up. But at the end of the day, striving to be more like Jesus, that is all in all a good thing. 
And so trying to figure out how to bridge that gap, how to be the best person we can, how to grow together. I think that the best way that can happen is together. Um, we can try to do it all on our own and, you know, maybe, maybe we'll have some luck, but I wholeheartedly believe that the way we get it done the best is together. And it just so happens that the way that I'm going to choose to do that together is to try to build this community of people that love and support one another because we all love the same things. We all realize that we are all nerds, geeks, and gamers of different flavors and types and shapes and sizes. And we're here together trying to be better people. That brings me to another thing that I realized I forgot to mention when I was talking about what is nerd church. Um, so we have our three core values, three, um, I shouldn't use the word core values because that's a hot button word for the church. We have three rules here in the chat, right? You guys, we know that here on Twitch. Three rules to the chat. The first rule is do good. What does that mean? That means that we do good to one another. We strive to build up one another. If you notice that somebody in the chat is having a hard day or seems down, or maybe somebody misses a, misses a stream and uh, that worries you because they're on every single stream and all of a sudden they're not on one, check on them. That's doing good. That's going out of your way to do something good. That's loving God, loving others. That's something good. Our second rule is to do no harm. Um, so rather than, you know, on the chat, I, I thought about typing out all these long and extensive rules about how to do no harm, but it seems pretty straightforward. If we just wrap it all up in this three word phrase, just don't harm each other. Um, whether it's with your words or whether it's physically or whether it's emotionally, if it's something that's going to harm someone else, we do not allow it. Um, we do not allow for somebody to be torn down. We don't allow for somebody to be hurt or insulted. Um, that is something that we draw the line at. Do no harm. And then our final one uh, is to strive to grow, to strive to be better. And so that's really what I'm getting at here with this idea of why I hate religion, but love Jesus. Um, cause I, I, li I like Jefferson Bethke a lot and I like what he stands for. And so, uh, that, that's something to think about is how are we growing together? How are we improving who we are? It's not about growing a building. It's not about growing, uh, you know, our, our fame. It's not about getting big or getting popular. It's none of those things, but instead how is people, are we striving to grow in our ways that we love God and our ways that we love others? And so, you know, ideally those will be some things that we'll work on together and that we'll grow into together. But yeah, I've, I, I, I have not, uh, St. Just Germany, I have not looked into Jefferson's stuff in the last little while. The last thing I remember him posting, my wife and I went through his couple's book, which I thought was really fun. Uh, you know, a little, a little, uh, um, it was, it was cute at some points more than helpful. It was just kind of a cute thing. Some nice exercises, uh, but some parts of it were really good. And then I, I saw he had posted to hell with the hustle and I have not read it yet. Um, but it's on my list somewhere. I have a list of way too many books to read and I read a lot of books. Oh no, I'm sorry. St. Just Germany. You had some messages deleted there out of sense. If you wouldn't mind checking on those, just make sure everything was cool. And he may have just asked a, a genuinely good question. And my, my, my mod bot might've messed things up. Growing is fine, but sometimes I need a moment of break. Just accept myself the way I am right now. Be okay with my flaws. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of why I said there that, you know, our, our, our value is that we're a group of misfits. Uh, you know, we, we acknowledge that we're not always going to have our best day. We acknowledge that we have a past. 
We acknowledge that we are who we are. And, uh, okay, welcome back. So yeah, we, we acknowledge that that is who we are. We, we acknowledge that we, uh, we have our shortcomings and some days we just need a break. And I get that. We all deal with that kind of thing in a different way. And what I'm encouraging us to do is to acknowledge that in one another and to realize that we are better together, um, dealing with those things together. Uh, even if we may need a moment, even if we may need some time where we take a break and get away from others. I'm personally, I am ridiculously introverted. Uh, and so the way that I recharge, the way that I get energy again, uh, is by being alone. I personally do that in the mornings uh, with some coffee. That's my best way. I get some coffee. I maybe play some video games. I maybe read some books. Uh, and that is my recharge time. And then the rest of the time, uh, I'm, I'm working hard on building relationships. And so I get that sometimes we need to be alone and that's totally acceptable and totally not what I mean. Um, whenever I say we're striving to grow, we're striving to grow in whatever way that looks like for us. Our flaws are okay. Who we are is okay. But I believe that we're always improving. We're always getting better, whatever that might mean. Some of us may have a trigger with that word better or, or, or growing or improving because we, we have a mindset that we have from culture where we, we understand what that means to us. And so to put it in different words, growing towards those two things, love God, love others. And so whenever I say that we're striving to grow, I mean, we're striving to love God better. Maybe you don't love God right now. That's fine. You cannot even believe in God. You cannot even understand who God is. You could just all outright say that God doesn't exist. That's fine. We're going to work towards having a better understanding of who God can be. And maybe, just maybe, you'll find God in the process, and maybe you won't. But that's the first one, loving God, and we're working towards it. The second is to love others, and so we're growing by loving others. I think there's never anything wrong with learning to love others more. Um... I should be careful there and say, I don't mean that we should forgive everyone. Doesn't mean we should like everyone. There are bad people out there. There are people we should stay away from, but loving somebody and liking somebody, forgiving somebody and letting somebody back into your life are different things. And so strive to grow in that way, to grow in all, all together in that way, just means to build upon who we were yesterday and be a more loving person. Um, recharge and all. And some days, you know what? We might just backstep. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I have slid back before myself. I've probably slid back three or four times today. Uh, but every moment of every day, I'm trying to lean on other people around me and to grow and to take a step forward. So yeah, St. Just Germany, I get it. I understand. Uh, and I think uh, we will find as we build this nerd church and as we grow as a community that more than a few of us uh, are introverts, more than a few of us don't really like being around people. That's why we're on the internet. I get that. I understand it. I'm like that way too. But I also believe that we're striving to grow in that way and that we aren't expected to be perfect, but we are trying to be together. Whether that is in a Discord chat, whether that's in just a text chain, uh, whether that's by sending memes or funny pictures, whether that is by sharing the latest video game, whether that's by playing games together, 
whether that's by playing through Undertale together. Uh, I'm trying to offer as many possible ways as I can. And Checkpoint Church is trying to offer all the possible ways that it can uh, to provide an outlet for people like you and I, St. Just Germany, who are a little more uncomfortable in parties, but who are still interested in growing. And so I hope you'll join us. I hope you'll consider um, being a part of this thing and figuring this thing out. Um, you know, if you if you want to learn a little bit more, uh, feel free to take your time. Um, you can follow the channel. You can follow anything. You could uh, do the social media thing if you'd like to. If not, I totally get it. Maybe you'll consider checking us out again. Um, but we are streaming every Monday, every Wednesday, every Thursday. On Mondays, we're doing just a general stream. We're going to be playing through Tim Tim again next Monday. Uh, on Wednesdays, we're playing Undertale, working through that. And then on Thursdays, this is a new thing. This is the first time we're doing it. Uh, it's just a variety stream, a chat stream called Chatpoint, and it's going to turn into a podcast. So the question kind of becomes, what uh, what is that really going to be? And uh, this is the first one, but they'll all look a little bit different. And, you know, I'll, I'll take ideas and I'll take suggestions of what the future ones should look like. I'm down for just about anything. Um we do not have a music license, so we cannot currently play music. But as you can tell, I do play music, and I would love to do that sometimes on Thursdays whenever we get our license. Um, you know, maybe I'll recommend a book. Maybe we'll talk about a book. Maybe we'll do a book study. Maybe we'll talk about how to prayer journal. Maybe we'll talk about the Bible if we want to. Maybe we'll talk about uh, a blog that I wrote. Maybe we'll talk about, we could talk about Jefferson Bethke's uh, study. Uh, there are a lot of things that we can work through and that we can do in this time. But this Thursday, Thursday thing is going to be for an hour and it's just going to be a variety stream. We'll do whatever we want. And so, you know, at the very least, I'll hope you'll join us again, uh, but maybe consider joining in a more official aspect somewhere and keeping in touch. Uh, we did just make a Facebook group yesterday and that's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to posting more in that. Um, the reason I started that was because I was posting memes to our main Facebook page and I don't know why that just didn't feel right. <laughs> I think it wasn't, um, it wasn't probing the, um, proper conversation. And so I'm hoping that with a Facebook group, people will feel more comfortable to comment, uh, whenever I post an article that talks about the top 10 Pokemon or whatever, um, they'll feel more comfortable actually commenting on that post and joining into a conversation. Cause that's what, that's what I'm about. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm about, uh, helping people meet in the middle. Oh no. Saint just Germany got deleted again. <laughs> Out of sense. So glad you're here. Addison's is our wonderful mod. I'm very thankful that he's here. We'll see. If it's a question, this will be the last question. If it's a comment, I'll ramble for a little bit longer. Second chat. Yes, we can improve even when we don't try to. Just by experience and reflecting, I'd say I'm at a point where I really don't know what to believe or where to put my ultimate trust in. I get it. I get it. And I think that a lot of people... You would be surprised just how many people would relate to what you're saying. And I hope um, that eventually that will become the purpose of what we're doing here at Checkpoint Church is providing a place for you to express those kind of things and to say that I'm just not sure and that that's okay and that you're welcome, that you're here and you're a part of this thing and it's okay, that nobody's going to judge you for not show, not being sure where you are because some of us aren't sure where we are. And we never really know uh, exactly where to put our put ourselves. And so we're just working on it together. And so, you know, this will be a good time on Thursdays to figure out 
What does it mean to find trust in God? What does it mean to put our trust somewhere? We can talk about those kind of things. We can work through those kind of things. But the avenue that I'm using right now to try and hone in on that uh, right now just so happens to be the game Undertale, which if you've never played, um, the reason I'm doing that is because it is a game that is uh, just ripe with morality uh, and ripe with a lot of trust issues, right? I mean, this is a this is a game that questions a lot of our things that we just assume and questions a lot of our things that maybe maybe just aren't quite there. And so I would encourage you to join us on Wednesdays um, because we are kind of working through those things and we're talking a little bit more about that kind of thing. But then we'll also be doing that on Thursdays. And I'm always down for a chat. If you want to sit down, you know what, I'll actually put it in the chat because maybe you'll be interested, maybe not. And that's okay. No pressure to click this link. Um, But if you wanted to sit down for coffee, you let me know. We can do a Zoom chat or we can just have a private Discord chat um, during that coffee time. Uh, but I'll set aside some time for you if you want to click that link and follow it, fill it out. Uh, but I just want to, uh, I want to be there for you guys. I want to help you work through whatever you want to work through. Uh, my idea is that we're working through it together, but maybe if you just aren't quite ready yet to join up with the big group, if you aren't quite ready to join in with others, I get that. And I'm happy to, to tackle that one-on-one with you and to work through things, um, with you. I'm happy to, uh, just, Invite everyone into this space together, whatever that looks like, uh, however we work through these things. Um, I'm not picky. I'm very open and I'm very willing to work through these things together, either one-on-one, all in a big group, Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays, on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, here on Twitch. Folks, we are all over the place. We're here for you all over the place. And so I hope that you know that. Um, and I hope that you'll consider getting involved in one shape or form with that folks, we are pushing one o'clock. And so I don't want to waste anybody's time. I don't want to take too much of anybody's time. Uh, and so we are going to cut it right here, but I did want to thank everybody for joining us, uh, for this first episode of chat point. Again, this will be on the podcast. So if you'd like to listen back, it'll be, the video will be here for a little while longer, Um, But the audio will be available on our podcast, which is Checkpoint Church. Uh, That's our hub, our catch-all of all of our podcasts. We do have a new podcast coming out uh, next Tuesday for Babylon that if you'd like to fill that out, if you'd like to do that the way it's working, I recommend three series, something to watch, something to read, something to play every Saturday. And then the following, by the following Sunday, after that Saturday, you have eight days to either watch, read, or play, or maybe you already have in the past. And you can send me a voice message on anchor.fm slash checkpoint-church and let me know your thoughts and you will get featured on the podcast with your thoughts. It's pretty cool. So I highly suggest uh, you get in on that so that I have something to react to so we don't make another echo chamber, chamber, which was the last episode where I just talked to myself, which is fine, but I would prefer if I was chatting with all of you. So thank you to everybody in the chat. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. Uh, And I look forward to seeing you guys, uh, hopefully the same group next Thursday, uh, whenever we talk about something else and work through something together and have another time of Q&A. So thank you so much for being here. I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to let you guys go. Please know our three things. God loves you. I love you. You matter. Until next time, folks, be blessed.